It's Friday, and I'm Nick Cole. And I'm Single White Medusa. And this is Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast. Happy to be back, uh, ready for the long weekend. Some people will probably be doing Halloween stuff. We won't. (laughs) What is this Halloween you speak of? I know. Why won't we be doing anything? I don't know. We like costumes. We like candy. I know, but... I mean, we don't like people. That's and I personally, I don't like stuff that you can only wear once, though. That bothers me. So no. that's kind of the thing with costumes. And you would I don't like, know. You would like a costume month. Yeah. Where that would, I think that's a great idea. Like, it's a month in which you have to wear costumes all month. But, you but I, I mean, honestly, I say that. But, like, that's, like, half my problem right now with society is that everything is this sort of, like... Um, Sesame Street fun camp at mm-hmm. work, you know, like it's hat day, you know, like that's what I when I observe corporate environment, you know, like and it started with casual Friday. And when I was, you know, barely going to college in the 80s, um, I ended up going to this one sort of uh, Concordia was a college I went to not very didn't do very well at it. But like the first week I was there, the whole theme was like Sesame Street Whoa. and they had like that girl or those those guys who were all into the you know the upperclassmen who were going to get you freshmen excited about it Mm. and i remember at that point thinking like this is really childish yeah and and i'd come like all this way you know to be an adult you know and everything like that and and then and again i'm kind of a playful person everything like that but i don't like the sort of summer campification of society i like it when i see people men and women who are working dressed professionally Mm -hmm. i can't stand it when i see people who clearly are not saving someone's life (laughs) wearing scrubs i was gonna mention that drives me apoplectic i know i'm like unless you've got your hands on an artery or something or you're at least drawing some blood you know but there's there's fat jenny you know she's waddling around because it's comfy and it's comfy and everybody else is doing you put on you squeeze into a pencil skirt (laughs) and put on a tight blouse and look like a fat pig and shame yourself and get on the treadmill and lose it and look like a hottie that's my job (laughs) and that's what i'm telling people Every every year, I just drive a bigger wedge between me and the rest I of society. I personally think every woman, any woman, would look better in a pencil skirt and a blouse or whatever. You I said do too. Than scrubs, but, like but anyone. I can't no matter speak for the rest of the nation. But right way. now, it's either in Orange County. It's like I mean, there are the hotties, hotties in business, and then the hotties, the cougars, and then the the trophy wives, the trophy <laughs> wives, and then there are the hot business women and stuff like that, and they still like put it together because they have to but like a lot of the population a lot of the population is just phoning it in and that drives me nuts because you know that's you know when i was in the army and i always quote this one you know show up the right time in the right uniform ready to work with the right tools and that's the difference between pros and amateurs and like everybody else like no one's putting any skin into the game at their companies there are no more people who who want to build companies or corporations or invest in it like Everybody has, and I think this is definitely like a globalist psyop, but convinced everybody that work is some sort of prison state and, and you're kind of supposed to be resentful about that. And that's cool. And that's kind of, that was the whole sort of like uh, noble slacker, 
you know, a character that we were downloaded on through the late 90s and the 2000s. You know, the the wise poet philosopher who who, who doesn't really buy the corporate line. But now we see ourselves in this like global systemic United States crisis where we are about to slip in our status of power. And most Americans don't kind of like, they're like, nah, they don't really care. It's like, you've never been runner up. You've been number one your whole life. You as an American have ridden in first class your entire life. No matter how poor you were, you, you have always been in first class compared to the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. You ain't going to like coach buddy. Coach sucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Single White Medusa is hacking on champagne right now. So give it a good cough. Give it a good, <laughs> no, just, I just get it out. Wrong. That champagne was harsh. <laughs> I swallowed wrong. <laughs> okay. So now it's all better and you're ready to join the show yeah. oh, as a I was functional say, adult. Okay. Now I remember what I was going to say. Your sippy cup of champagne. <laughs> that, um, like, I like to follow fashion and stuff, but a lot of people that I follow, um, like on YouTube and stuff like that, their contention is like, even if you're working at home, because a lot of people were working at home during COVID, like, and they work at home because they're bloggers or whatever, like, it still feels good to get dressed, like, to put yep. yourself together every day. And they're like, they find themselves more productive when they do that. You're just not as productive when you're wearing your sweats and your little slippies yeah. and stuff. So, like, there's here's kind the of big thing shit, shower, and, and shave. And I'm sorry to say it that way, but that's, you know, that's how the old 70s dads used to say it. But another thing that I think pisses a lot of people off is people who show up. Like, I know it pisses your dad off because your dad's a hard worker. Mm -hmm. People who show up to work and then use the bathroom on work time. Mm -hmm. And then, like, this is what I hate is I'll go, like, in the morning I like to do my shopping. And so I'll go to someplace like Nordstrom's and pick up pants or shoes. Usually I get shoes at Nordstrom's. And some employee will be coming out of the restaurant restroom at, like, 20 minutes after work has started, having dropped a bomb in there you know the coffee brand muffin bomb hmm. and and i'm like shouldn't you have done all of that before you showed up to work and destroyed the customer bathroom like i think here's another thing i would say i have a lot of rants today <laughs> there should be an employee bathroom and there should be a customer bathroom and they shouldn't be the same. And you know what? There used to be that way. Really? It was it was the Disney mentality of like, mm -hmm. and you worked for Disney. Everything happens behind the scenes. But now companies are so cheap ass. You know, they want uh, the employees shouldn't dine with pass uh, customers, shouldn't use the restroom with customers. That's what I think. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, with Disney. A little graphic today, but I I just I think like. I'm trying to give some pointers here. Like, maybe they download into the culture. But, like, we have got to get our A game back. And, yeah, the A game, we can blame it on, you know, Juicebox Joe. I think telling the Pope today that he's a baseball player or something like that. Yeah, like, insanity. That was. That was weird. And, um, you know, maybe he was pointing towards the necklace he gave the Pope. Apparently he gave the Pope some kind of engagement necklace. Well, are and, you sure And then he said like... it's, it's from a famous baseball player. But then... It kind of sounds like he says you're a famous baseball player. Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't like, and I'm not being um, disrespectful here. I just don't know how to say it, because even though I say in Catholic churches for a lot of years. I think you're cool like because most Catholic of the Catholics that I right? I know that kind of listen to this podcast, 
And and here's the really cool thing. Like, for some reason, a lot of, like, hardcore priests, mm-hmm. I guess, and even a couple of Monsignors yeah. really dig my books. And they've, cool. they've invited me to hang out with them. And right. they are really cool people. And they don't even like the Pope. Well, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, like, I'm not trying to be dismissive. Like, sure. oh, the little necklace yeah. things. I just don't know what they... I forget what they are or what they're called or what they're for, but, like, Catholics have, like, necklaces that are symbolic, yeah. right? Like, they... Yeah. Don't they, like... Your prayer beads. Mm, yeah, or, prayer beads. Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. what they're called. So I figure it's probably something like that, right? I, I figured, but then he says, like, a famous baseball player. You, I know. Seems like... You're it's a just, famous baseball player or something. Yeah, it's or, just insane, or, you know, really like, so... Weird. So I don't know, but, like, with that kind of behavior right now, we can't expect our leaders or, you know, Mark Zuckerberg and his latest fantasy and remind me i want to talk about that that was what that, i was trying to remember i was like i've got some i've got some something. serious thoughts about metaverse yeah um <clears throat> but it's kind of up to us and 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 you can have bad leadership and whatever but let's let's go back to the army everybody knows the mission and if everybody above you in the command chain gets killed and you're like private I have no clue. The one clue you have is you got the mission statement. You know what to do. You know to attack that objective. You know to secure it. You know that. And we kind of all know that in the United States. We are to do the Constitution, regardless of what our sold out, and I think they're absolutely compromised and sold out leaders, who have taken foreign pay. I think they've taken demonic pay. Yeah, and big pharma pay, big pharma other big pay. corporation pay, like probably BlackRock pay. You know, all like that. that kind of. They're they're selling us out. Okay, so just consider your your command chain is dead. They're mm-hmm. they're wounded. They they have taken themselves. You still know your job is to do the Constitution. Your job is to do life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I agree. And that's that's your job. And so we all have that. So like. I'm going to start, I think, because I'm getting away from Facebook now because Facebook has been a, a problem for me because I can't see anybody's posts now because they won't let me. They're just showing me group posts and and like groups that I'm in, which are kind of stupid because I usually just joined a group for research, you know, so I'll get like a bunch of military modelers or I'll get like D&D groups or like knife people or stuff like that, you know, like. I just join all kinds of random groups because, like, usually you find people who are really knowledgeable and, and expert in there, and, and you can learn some things. But all I'm seeing now is their posts. I'm not seeing people I know through writing who I want to see. I want I like engaging with everybody, and I like getting to know them and their lives. And, and they have interesting things to say, and I learn from them. And a lot of the times they have expertise that I can, you know, vampirically suck in an area for, for, for a novel. So, you know, it's not just all me being a great guy. There's something out of it. So, um, the problem with Facebook, though, is like a lot of my, I've talk, talked about this, a lot of my fellow authors are jerks, and they like to, like, report me to Facebook for the inflammatory things that I say. And then sometimes they like to find my publishers and think that they can leverage them that way. But they can't, because I'm pretty much, I own everything. So you can't do it to me. But 
There are a few little connections, but we we punch those guys in the face. And we figured out who those people and are. And we just figured out. Yeah, listening. just in case you're listening, <laughs> everybody told me who you were, you guys, you two guys. Yeah, everybody told me about that. The, I'm really concerned for Nick Cole right now. He seems he seems to be like really going down this insurrectionist path. <laughs> you know, and then the CEO of the Audible company, that I, audio company that I work, one of them I work with, and as Jason says, he has a heart attack every time I tweet, <laughs> which which. I don't know. That was one of the greatest things Jason ever said. You're all, that, maybe I don't want to leave Twitter then. <laughs> that, that, that made me love Jason. Like, I love Jason. That made, like, that he... You love him even more. It made me... It's not even... It's impossible to love Jason even more. <laughs> but for some reason, I was like, oh, that is so brilliantly accurate, and it's my fantasy. It was a special memory. I, I like to know that, that, <laughs> that, that, that corporate, you know, sold out America in representational form of a CEO, like, like he literally like has, I, I envision this desk, you know, big man desk and the, the ink blotter and, and does anyone even have ink blotters anymore? Probably not. You know, but I, in my fantasy, he does the awards, you know, and like, and like he gets this, like, cause he has it, you know, like set up like to, to notify whenever I tweet. <laughs> and, and it's like, it's like, maybe it's like a little, like, not a doomsday horn, but like Not something. Like, dun, 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 dun. No, because <laughs> because I'm bad. So maybe it's like, you know, it's set up on his phone to like, like a doomsday horn. Well, the thing I did was sort of like a doomsday. Dun, dun, dun. It's like, dun, 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 dun. It's like a yeah. scary, you know, Halloween yeah, something sound. like that. That's very like, yeah. Oh. You know, or like a, ah, 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 and he like. Like, before he can grab his phone, before he can reach into his desk and get an Alka-Seltzer, before he can pull out a glass and, like, put some water in there and put the Alka-Seltzer in, and, like, before he can even... Maybe he's doing whiskey. Maybe he's doing drugs or whatever. Before he can do any of these things, like, like the first thing that happens when he hears that, you know... Do your sound. Dun, 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 dun. That's the phone the sound makes. And then he goes, Hello! <laughs> <laughs> he's got like the oximeter on his finger to measure you know oxygen and like he he gets out his his pump and starts like pumping his his thing checking his blood pressure or he instantly gets that baby aspirin out and like (laughs) ingest it like so fast and a lot of the times i just tweet art on twitter (laughs) oh oh phew (laughs) false alarm (laughs) so it's up to us to save america and i've decided to impart my Tuesdays with Maury-like wisdom on how things should run. In today's episode, the, 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 the improvements that I would like to suggest to America are separate employee customer bathrooms. I don't need to know, you know, that Javier, who's going to sell me my suit, just smashed, you know, a giant-sized bagel and a black cup of coffee at 10.15. That kills the whole suit selling process for me you're going to another story yeah james bond does not buy his suits from javier Mm -hmm. james bond buys suits from a guy who who did all that business somewhere else that i don't have to be Mm -hmm. you know i like a nice bathroom clean like almost like a roman coliseum of bathrooms with marble and cleanliness and a little floral smell and just emptiness a vast cavernous emptiness like like the love that 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 I have in my soul for humanity, just a vast cavernous emptiness. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where I like to, you know, 
I, I'm not going into that restroom to like commit. Mm-hmm. I'm just going in there to use the restroom, like take a whiz. I'm not I'm not getting rid of the smashed bagel and you know smashed bran muffin and coffee. Mm-hmm. And he is, and that drives me nuts. So that's the first thing. Let's end that. Okay. The next thing: show up at the right time in the right uniform with the right tools, ready to work. Unless we'll just concentrate on scrubs today. Unless you are saving someone's life with medical procedures, not medical filing, not medical billing, not taking appointments, then you don't wear scrubs. You got to be hands on with the you patient. Gotta, yeah, like, you get you squeeze blood, that fat ass into a pencil skirt and a tight white blouse and get yourself a pair of Christian Louboutins and you look like Betty Boob. That's what I want from my medical front office. <laughs> exactly. So okay, those are the two things. That's Fridays with Nick instead Friday, of Tuesdays with Mark. Fridays, Fridays with, with Nick. All right. Fridays with Nick. <laughs> Got you down. Got Friday. You. Friday is the fun podcast. You know, I mean, we're a little heavy and serious, and they're like, you know, like every week it's like the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine's <laughs> gonna. And, and half the audience has gotten the vaccine, and they're like, they either are like, they're either like, I want to know, you know, or I don't know. I might be more like I don't want to know. I think I I'm a little freaked out sure that everybody's having problems and I signed up. No, I would too. But I mean, at that point, I would be like, I still need to know so I can know how to like maybe fix things or save myself <laughs> if no I get sick. There no, is no fixing it. But I still think if you pay attention and you learn and you're proactive, you could probably do better than if you just bury your head in the sand. That's well, my opinion. For example, let's go I to Cam. Well, like if you're vaccinated and you get COVID, um, ivermectin, I think, could still help you. Yeah. You know, things like that. So you still I still think like the learning is important and it could help. Sure. And this is the part of the show where I go to camera two and we lower the lights in the studio and a special light comes on my face and I go, let's get serious, kids. Okay. And I tell you the testimony of my own life, which is I used to just drink and smoke cigarettes a lot and I wrecked my body. And uh, I am healthier today than I was when I was in the Army. And it was a long process of just, like, stacking steel in the gym, swimming, road marching, really, like, constantly learning how to eat better and mm-hmm. better and better, constantly improving, like, like workouts that I thought were tough, like, are nothing now, and now the workouts that I'm doing are tough now. And, like, but it's it's just... And... and, and I remember when I did quit smoking, I went in and got a chest x-ray, and they're like, you have mild emphysema. And you probably will for the rest of your life, and you shouldn't have smoked. And I would say within, you know, I read articles, they're like, oh, in 15 years, your lungs will rebuild, and all the cellular damage, everything like that. Like, all the cells will have renewed. By yeah, and the truth is, is I do think that happened. Like, I'm healthier today, and I don't think I have any of that damage or whatever. So, yeah, I think if you commit to a program of health and well-being you can undo the damage that they've done to you, but I wouldn't take another booster shot. No. I wouldn't go to crime scene four. Isn't it funny, like we mentioned the other day, like it was 14 days to flatten the curve. Now it's four vaccines or you're not vaccinated. The other thing that I keep thinking about, and I actually saw an old note about it, but I don't think I ever mentioned it. But like, um, the weird thing is, is that the vaccine is formulated for the original virus right but now it's really the variants that are going on right but yet if you get a booster it's still the same formulation of that original uh, virus so 
how is that really that helpful? You know what I mean? Like, shouldn't they be they are, formulating they are, ones? They are creating so much chaos, and the average person is honestly low IQ. You know, like, you, did you know, like, the average IQ, like, is actually 100? Like, hmm. and that's like, the, but that's median and everything like that. But when you consider the world and everything like that. Wow, that is. I, I don't know, but, like, it's like when you look at, like, um, and IQ gets a lot of people in trouble. I don't care. I, no one, you, know, you never I'm, had an IQ test, I've like an actual ha- one, right? My mom says I have, and she said it was it was it was good. I'm sure it was. They were worried about me in the fourth grade. Were you in gate? Like, did they have gate? I was allowed in gate reading. Yeah. Yeah, but go. but but I I I fall apart in the sciences and math. Yeah, but you also have like crazy creative uh, smarts that are kind of harder to measure. So I do. Like lately, I've been having like an, a new like, I even like when I was listening to what we were listening to last night. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a lot of the stuff that I've been writing, but now is like the perfect time to write like a dystopian novel. Like, and I'm like, there's just not enough time. Like I'm having like so many ideas right now. It's crazy. I do. I need the pocket universe (laughs) where I disappear inside for six months, you know, bang out a series, come back out two minutes later. later, Here you go. Bam. (laughs) See you in another six months. Which will, be know, two which will be two minutes. <laughs> in six minutes, I have 18 books. That'd be awesome. It'd be great. Um, so uh, it's interesting, you know. I mean, when you when you when when you consider all those things, but I think that they are sowing so much chaos, and that most people are. I think. Let me put it this way. I think a lot of people have the potential to be smart. Mm-hmm. I think. I, I I don't think IQ at the end of the day means all that much. And there are people who really like stake their claim on IQ. And then there are some people who say, well, um, IQ is racist. That's the other thing. And they hate that because they'll look at groups and everything like that. They'll be like, hey, look, this group, you know, by these Western standards are all, you know, that's why it's racism and everything like that. And I'm like, could be, I don't know. But I think, I think that all IQ really is, is the ability to understand problems or to or to to critically think think. i think that's all really in my opinion iq is um but i do think that people have an iq potential Mm -hmm. in that you can increase your iq i think that you can do mental exercises i think that you can but a lot of people don't and then along comes social media oh first along comes tv Mm mm-hmm and TV, like, you can really track IQ. Like, TV, like, if if IQ is just genetic, then why have there been societal factors for the last 50 to 70 years that have actually made IQ standards go down? Now, you have the people that say, oh, that's because there's chlorine in the water, you know? And or I'm like, fluoride. yeah, fluoride. I'm like, ah, I don't know, maybe. But I think that, I think that it's definitely, like, if I was the becoming gods globalist elitist population i would like a dumber slave surf class because a lot of those people are looking at their existence and they're being sold a bill of goods i think by sort of demonic snake oil salesmen right now who are saying like listen you're most likely going to live forever and the biggest threat to power brokers like yourself to the Alexander, the greats of the world, and to the Hitlers, and to the Napoleons that they all kind of want to be and everything like that is is external threat. You know, like either another one like you, 
or the mob just not recognizing your genius or not going along with your plans or resenting you and blah 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 and 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 mainly the thinking class you know people who begin to complain about the things that you're doing and then they gin up the mob and then suddenly the mob is at your gates with pitchforks and you know rifles so what they told him is like we're going to overcome longevity so you you and 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 so that's not going to be um, a problem for your existence and then two um, because we 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 showed you in this big powerpoint out at the hilton by the airport that they all attended um that your your peers are actually your threats you know like stalin and hitler are peers and they're really actually threats to each other we're going to use this the hitler mussolini thing where you guys are going to be buddies you know elon musk and mark zuckerberg are going to be buddies I don't know. Maybe Elon Musk is kind of off the reservation. I don't know. But like Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg are going to be buddies. That way you guys don't compete each other. And while they're sitting, while, while Mark and Bill are sitting in the cheap hotel chairs at the front row of the Hilton by the airport at SeaTac, listening to this PowerPoint presentation on global domination, um, each of them heard that you guys are going to be buddies. And so you won't be a threat because we're all in on the globalist cabal together. But because they're narcissistic sociopaths, even though they were able to pace this sort of lizard like, yeah, buddy, deep down in that lizard brain that they have, they're like, and when it's convenient, I'll stab you in the back and then it'll just be me. Trust me, in the end, it will become that. So um, when they were able to convince the global elite, if you work all together and you go in with this plan that we have then you've just eliminated two of your threats longevity and also peer competition and then the final third threat is the thinkers so don't worry we've been doing something about that i don't know what they're doing fluoride in the water showing you tv social media has certainly made people dumber um entertainment still makes people dumber like i swear plots have gotten dumber movies have gotten dumber the acting has gotten dumber every commercial commercials are like you like you watch this commercial here's a space commercial here's 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 a here's a um black girl in an astronaut uniform and she's leading the pack and then here is um what is it there's like there's usually another race to the right i saw it the other day and it's like here's no it was something like like this guy was great maybe he was you know like he was young and beautiful and then over in the corner is like this like bald-headed white guy <laughs> you know who just looks like you could just beat the crap out of him and he's like i don't know what i'm doing here how do i stick my finger up my butt in the space suit you know like just like that um but commercial products have gotten dumber products used to be smarter like i mean let's just use not you know it's phones Phones used to have a complex series of buttons. Then someone came along with the BlackBerry, and they said, let's give them a whole keyboard and computers and everything like that. And then Steve Jobs comes along and says, these idiots can't handle anything other than one button. And you know what? He was right, and the entire world reveres him as the greatest. You know, like, Steve, I I attended a, a, a religious service where we broke down the tenets of Steve Jobs. You know, like... Yeah, like... Eh, we're all dumber now. Our first computer that we had when I was little, Commodore 64. I mean, you had to have, like, like mild... Discs. Mild formulas, even. Not formulas. really, but you had to do, like, a dollar sign to get the menu on a disc. And then you could, like, pick which thing you wanted on the disc. But, like, 
Um, and then even what, just set that up. And then what to do what game? Barbie was my favorite. <laughs> I like the Summer Olympics too. That was a fun 84 one. Eighty four Summer Olympics. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Which which uh, which competitions? Um, I liked like gymnastics and figure skating and uh, pole vault was kind of fun. Like I yeah. kind of liked it all. It was pretty fun. And then fun. the Barbie one, you had to. You had to take Barbie shot. Like, Ken would call for the date. He'd call, and he'd ask you to go different places. Yeah. And then there was a little main street that you'd drive down, and depending on where the date was, you'd go in those different shops. And then there was even, like, a hair shop and a shoe shop. And, yeah. like, you'd... And you then you had all to together. make it back on time. Otherwise, he would, like, leave a note, like, sorry I missed you. Sorry so. I missed you. I'm going out with Skipper. <laughs> she's fun, and she's ready. <laughs> so that was the only way you could fail, is not making it back on time. But I'm just saying, it what wasn't, if, like, one what, button. Like, to even... You had to, like... What if your outfit... Know the little formulas. Like, what if you shut up in, like, a Ah. trash bag? See, it wasn't an advanced game enough. It (laughs) would just show you guys at the date, and that was it. So, So like, like, you could look stupid uh, or you could look good, and it didn't matter. Ken didn't care. He was gay. He was gay anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But, I don't know. Gay guys like like some fashion, so. (laughs) Or Ken knew. Like, he knew he was going to close. But he he liked her. It was true love, Uh, so he didn't care. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... If you look at it in those three terms, like, hey, we're going to solve longevity, we are going to eliminate peer competition, and then we're going to make everybody stupider so they can't be a threat to you, kind of the current circumstances and kind of, you know, we do see a global elite working in lockstep, what the Washington Post says, CNN says, Mark Zuckerberg says, the president says, and every other corporation says, and they all want to, you know, like... They finally figured out that working against each other um, was the way to go for power. This is all for power. This is not for culture. This does not improve things. Um, what improves things is conflict, whether you like it or not. You know, like like uh, you go back in business, and well, you can look at Tesla and Edison. You know, competing against each other to. And, and in the end, both of those people and their organizations were driven to outperform the other. No, I was just going to say... Are you going to use it like a fashion one? Like no, I was going to say it's like, competition. Like Chanel and, and, no. and Louis Vuitton. No, I was just going to say it's because of the competition, and that's right. why capitalism is right. good and socialism is stupid, because yeah. the competition is what makes people innovate more. And, and people, more yeah, and people could say, oh, maybe. Okay, well, let's go to sports. There used to not be three to 500-pound defensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Defensive linemen used to be like 250, 260, 280 maybe. Um, but what uh, people used to not run, like people are always breaking running records now, um, swimming records, everything like that. Mm. Because of competition within the sports world, athletes have gotten better and better and better. Not because like they all said, hey, let's put on a, a, a show. It's not really a game. And let's all learn these dance routines that look like sports moves. And then, you know, everybody will cheer. We'll all take a bow. And everybody's a winner. Mm-hmm. I just won two. And you won. And we all got a trophy for winning. And no one got better. But when you say to the winner, to the to the victor, go the spoils. And that means, like, you know, uh, you're Deion Sanders. And you go to the Super Bowl. This is an old reference. And you, you are um, buying your Lamborghini online that night because of your Super Bowl check. You know, that's, and also that's a big moment, he says, when he realized he came to the emptiness of life and decided to turn his life over to Christ. Wow. Um, you know, like, but 
it's still like those prizes are what push people to better and better and better. And yeah, you, Bill Gates, and you, Mark Zuckerberg, and, and all your Jeffrey Epstein contacts and all those people, and Joe Biden and Kamala, you might not be the best, and it might not work out for you. Um, but the reality is, is like the society at whole that you claim to care about actually improves, actually gets better by conflict. If you look at war, if we're all winners, then those dudes in Afghanistan who are wasted all the time and inbreed, and I've heard from people that worked with them, are as dumb as a bag of hammers. Like, seriously. They would be the same as uh, Marines, Rangers, SEALs, and everything like that. And, like, um, you get into some of the elite special forces, and those people have, those people have serious degrees, like serious levels of intelligence. And, and even a lot of, you know, regular troops and things like that, it's, 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 it's just that if you, if you had warfare where the best one, well, and, and you had real warfare, not this sort of like political warfare where politicians send soldiers to go whip on people so that they can somehow get goods and prizes, but you had good old Roman, you know, going Roman warfare, and you wiped out the Afghan, like, really, and you're like, everybody says, ah, oh, you can't win Afghanistan. Yeah, you can. You can win Afghanistan if you're willing to do Roman shit to Afghanistan. If you're, if you're, if you're willing to fuel air bomb every valley, which you can, and we have the arsenal to do, but that would be a war crime. That would be bad. That would be, I, I agree. I would, I agree. But you know what? You would take those, those uh, unfortunate souls who are evil and stupid and not much value to the planet and you would remove them from the gene pool and if you kind of did that through sort of the entire world you'd get rid of a lot of bad ideologies and philosophies whether you believe in like you know I'm not talking about a master race or anything like that and I'm not being racist or anything like that but not everything's right not everything's good uh, you look at societies that have caste systems and and don't believe in equality or treat people less or whatever or you look at you know societies that are still sort of living in ninth age tech and happy because they have like that's what we're headed to we're headed to people who say i have all the power they're basically our elites are becoming the mullahs and they're saying you guys all have to adhere to my religion of what i say is what the right thing is well when you look at that in islam you look at ninth you know bronze age civilizations where 90% of the population is living in abject ignorance and poverty while the mullahs go to, you know, Lebanon and, and sleep with French hookers and stuff like that. So I know mom's listening. It's okay. No, I was just like, wow, I didn't know they Oh, yeah, that. They, yeah, they do all the stuff you can't do. I knew, I knew some other really bad stuff. Yeah, they do it all. They do. And so you should send the Marines and the Rangers and, and the Air Force because they're fun. Um because they got fun toys and just croak the living hell out of those societies. And then if you really wanted the best for humanity, if you will, really wanted resources and you really wanted your space elevator and you really wanted to get to Mars, you would do those things because I know war is unfortunate and it, you know what you do it. And the next group of people say, man, they fuel air bombed every Valley in Afghanistan because they were tired of that shit. I don't think I'm going to act uppity. And you know what? Society improves. People learn. People want to be like winners. That's why there's so much sports merch sold. No one buys 
Cleveland Browns merch. No one. Maybe people in Cleveland do. But they do buy Kobe stuff. They do buy Lakers stuff. They do buy the winners. And so, like, you really want to change stuff? Go and croak the hell out of the bad guys and watch everybody begin to emulate you. But what we have now is a group of people in the globalist elite who don't actually want to improve the culture. What they want to do is just like those mullahs, they just want to have power. And they want to keep us in sort of a Bronze Age, 9th century, uh, you know, uh, you know, we have to go to the mosque, we have to go to the metaverse, and we have to go there seven times a day, and we have to click on the new metaverse, we have to click on all the right things, we have to click on Hillary 2024, and then we get digital dollars to spend on our fantasy imaginary homes inside Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse, and oh, look, I have this digital Picasso in my my seaside villa and meanwhile you are living in the hillary clinton pod mega sprawl in el segundo eating bug burgers and you know you're malnourished and you're probably addicted to drugs and you got a bad case of the sads because they don't want you to work out they don't want you to stack steel they don't want you to get strong they don't want you to learn how to fight with a hatchet you know shoot with a rifle take care of yourself grow your own food be entertained, laugh. They want you to live digitally just like those mullahs while they go off to Lebanon and they have... What, what was that thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, when I was playing D&D and they, I, I did the Alluria of... The, the, <laughs> the, she was like the seven-breasted seven breasted courtesan and they all thought that was funny. Oh, I forget I what that was. That. Why did we all... Hey, everybody who watched that channel, why did we all forget that? You guys love that. You wanted a story. Anyways, I digress. <laughs> I love it. So <clears throat> I don't understand with those people, those people, why they want to do away with all the thinkers. I get like, yeah, if it's just an academic and they just like do pointless thinking, I guess I get it. But like, don't they, I don't don't they want like scientists and innovators like who can still maybe continue to come up with new technologies and stuff like nuts i count those well, people no as that's thinkers that's well. what i've been saying the entire time so let's take your former career opera singer mm -hmm. okay you are renee fleming you are the greatest soprano in the entire world you're actually better in real life than renee fleming <laughs> you really are no i always thought you're that so renee fleming is trash she has a very specific style and some but, a lot of people love it but a few pe some people don't like it so it's very specific one day maybe we'll we'll put a clip of medusa singing and and uh she did some video game work and that's nice but I you you would really you before. got well not on this not no, in I this think in the notes i think before like early uh, on so anyways she's a beautiful singer but let's say you're not the kind you shouldn't be eating your thumb like you're eating it right now okay you're worried like this is going to be a test question <laughs> and you're gonna have to give it a green no blue <laughs> um it's just hypothetical but mm -hmm. let's just say you're an awful person okay let's say you're bad soprano right you know how she acts right okay and you've risen to the top mm -hmm. of the culture and you get the pick of all the opera roles and you you love being the pick like you you love having all the best opera roles singing at the best houses getting the most money being treated like the best person in the universe can you embrace that character mm -hmm. okay so that's you okay okay um and you've solved longevity because okay. you're gonna live forever 
But see, I Hold guess that's no, like, let me, I'm still working. How, they perfected it. I don't think they, they, they have. They have it. a plan. Okay. And and because it's a death cult and and it's a suicide cult, they believe in the plan. If they they see they believe in their own false religion and they're they're willing. Anyways, let's okay. let's just assume. Okay. Let's not go. Let's say that for another day. Anyways, you're the greatest evil soprano in the entire world and everything is yours. Okay. The threats to your existence as having that pride of place. Mm-hmm. Man, one time we were at this opera and this like, what's that guy's role? He's well, the company. Well, he was the head of the Met. What is like, that called? He was the... Docent? No. No, but it's a really pretentious sounding yeah. term. It was... Oh, what is that? And he wrote this little critique and he's all, at this opera we have the pride of place. And I just like, I went on a 20 minute rant in the cheap seats about using that pride of place. Yeah. But it is a word and it, it is a phrase and it does mean, you know, you're the top. You're the, you're the top of the thing. And you love it and you want to hold on to it. Well, if it's guaranteed and assured, you have no threats. But it's not guaranteed and assured. There are other Sopranos. There are other agents. There are people who want their people to have what you have. In in short, they want to take away what you have. They may exist right now or they may exist tomorrow or 20 years from now. But you don't want to lose your jam. You like your jam. So... How do you stop that? Get rid of the competition. Get obviously. rid of the competition. And so how do you get rid of the competition? You get rid of the people you get you rid can. of the people who train the competition. Mm-hmm. You get rid of the oh, system that that creates the person who will replace you. You think that and most elites, you think that you are the most intelligent person in the world. You think that you have the most capability and given enough time people will realize your master plan for a master race for all these kind of great things like remember Mark Zuckerberg likes to watch people play um, civilization. civilization in SimCity because civilization um, so he's that kind of like he's very much into world building and things like that and the threat to Mark Zuckerberg's plans is that you would have a different game you want to play and it might not be civilization it might be war it might be space ace um, and he doesn't want that because he wants his plan to reach fruition. So, yeah, you, you could keep your competition down, like in an intelligence aspect, by making them dumber. Maybe it is fluoride in the water. Make all the kids dumber so that no gen- no more geniuses come along. Incre- like if you're playing percentages, and you are, you're playing a global percentage game, increase abortion, support abortion. Because you have a high likelihood of wiping out geniuses just as much as you have a high likelihood of wiping out stupid people. Yeah. So do that. Assassinate the system which creates your competition. So as a soprano, what you would do is shut down all the vocal coaches and all the opera programs. You don't want anybody to ever have the training that you have. You would do those things. And I, my, 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 my posit for this whole entire thing is that they are doing just that. They are, they are dumbifying America. And they are turning educational institutions that could produce new thinkers. Um, one, we know we know they're assassinating all the conservatives, so they don't want because they know it's a superior mindset. You know, conservatism is because conservative takes ideas that have worked and it conserves them. It's a tested theory. Leftism, social justice are all like, wouldn't it be great if? And it never takes into account that it's failed before. The human nature is in the equation, all these things. Just like, hey, wouldn't it be great if we all had jets and cars? Yeah, I agree. It would be great, Timmy, if we all had jets and cars, but we don't. 
you've got this car. So make that work. Well, I'm not going to work until I have a Jetson car because racism. Like, well, Timmy, that that's not going to cut it. Well, there should be basic UI until I can have a Jetson car. And so that side has said, great, let's waste all their time, keep them down, and that way they'll get dumber. They'll be more concerned with social justice. They'll be more concerned with stupid stuff. We'll confuse their identity and gender. We will give them a case of the sads. And and statistically, if you take these things in, like abortion, stupidification, um, distraction, you really cut down on getting a new Zuckerberg who says, hey, I don't want to play civilization where I'm the master controller. I want to play civilization where I create a system where everybody can become the master controller if they're willing to put in the work ethic. Like you like instead of like civilization is a is a one mind state game as in like you're the player and you get to click and you get to move and you get to tell your little guys to do and you get to and that's what they think the future is as long as they're the player. But really going back to the conflict theory the real future is it's messy but it works because through warfare through economic uh, competition through the argumentation of ideas in a culture like western civilization which is grounded in freedom and freedom of speech and freedom what you want to believe in the exchange and respect of ideas and getting rid of garbage systems that don't work and promoting the basic rights of the human individual and knowledge and the pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness, that creates a hundred geniuses. Their system says, I'm the genius, and if I spot one, like imagine if Mark Zuckerberg were playing his game and he leveled up one of his generals and his general turned around to him and said, I'm taking over your game now. They would just delete his character. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. So I realize it's a very narcissist kind of system, as in uh, the narcissist thinks they have, they're the smartest person in the world. They have it like Zuckerberg, you know, he's got it all figured out, da da da. So he wants to do away with the competition. Right. Most normal people, even most smart people, most wise people um, realize, like, and real scientists, you know, realize that they don't know everything and there's always that pursuit to like learn more and there's... You know, more I want to learn. But that's not how a narcissist thinks, right. I think. And so that's probably why. But they must at least want to preserve, like, mm, medical geniuses. Because most of those top uh, globalists are not, like, medical people. So they probably still want to keep some smart, like, medical people around. But they have to be ones that are willing to be in lockstep with their Yeah, there's, there's always, you know, there's Hitler and then there's the Nazi doctors. And yeah. there's all the toadies who want to interact your will who you have collateral on and who are as craven as as you are and willing mm-hmm. to serve now remember one other thing um there was a big hue and cry during the trump administration about narci- narcissistic sociopaths mainly trump was a narcissistic sociopath according to potato woman brian stetler <laughs> and you know like and there were all these articles like Oh, the you know every world leader has been a narcissistic sociopath, and and they're all males and the patriarchy, and that's what's wrong with everything. And it's like remember, remember what we're learning, kids. Whatever they accuse you of is what they are. So they went to great lengths to call Trump a narcissistic sociopath. The reality is, and that was like, let's focus on Mark Zuckerberg today. 
because that cat spent $220 million to get the election results that he wanted. And then this week, he did the weirdest thing in the entire world. Not 220. It was 400-something. Was it million? Million. 400-something. It's a lot of money. It was 400-something, I remember. And then that kid, cat, kitty cat, cat kid, uh, space alien, lizard kid, he takes the most recognizable name brand in the world. One of them. I mean, arguably. Maybe Facebook is. And he decides to lose that brand and change it to something called Metaverse. There is something highly weird about mm-hmm. that. And that's something I don't I, I can make some guesses, but that's worth observing because that means something is up. But this is the guy who really led the charge of getting rid of Trump. And and when you when you ask people like what was wrong with Trump, you get some bullshit answers. You know, he was mean tweets. And like I remember one executive told me like I, I just don't think that's the the right example to set, you know, for my kids and so I can't vote for him. I'm like mm-hmm. the guy you voted for is credibly accused of rape by several women. Mm-hmm. But you have a problem with Trump, you know, like, okay, no, you have a problem your argument is one of convenience and you're feigning and affecting some moral high ground. But um Zuckerberg was the guy who led the charge on calling Trump a narcissistic sociopath. Yet now we're seeing, and now we'll get into it a little bit, um, Zuckerberg has announced that, you know, Facebook, as you know, it is going to end. And he is going to bring about what he calls the metaverse, which is, you know, we talked about a little bit earlier, which is going to be a virtual reality, augmented reality, um, interacting with real reality. And you know that it's all going to be mind control. And you know, like, if you if you listen to this podcast or, you know, you're on, you know, the Let's Go Brandon page and everything like that, you're not going to get credit points to buy the stuff that they're going to offer you in their contrived virtual reality, you know, which will turn your Hillary Clinton mega sprawl pod where you live and eat the bugs and are malnourished and are not allowed to go outside because it's a, it's a COVID level four day. And, um, and you're not supposed to even look out the window because uh, Kamala's limousines are going down there and they don't want Kamala to get, um, cause she's going to dinner at the really expensive place down the road. And everybody's got to wear a mask and all that. Like they don't want you to see that their life is about to get a whole lot better as they become modern pharaohs. And they want you to live in an illusory reality in which you actually think that you own something and you think that you have a meaningful life because you have purchased nothings. You you haven't purchased a Picasso. You, you, you've used fake money, digital clicks, rewarded to you for advancing their agenda. And you've purchased a piece of data that, that you know, you don't need. Like, you could just, like, you want... You want Picasso's picture of him painting shoes? You you could just get that off the internet right now. You get the same thing, but they're gonna convince you that that's in your your beachside villa, and so I I have to like step back here and say you know as an author who's actually written this and enjoyed it and looked forward to it, I was just saying to Jason today I was saying you know like it's so stunning to me as someone who came from where I did. You know, a kid with the Star Wars movies and Indiana Jones, that I have no desire to see the latest iterations of those because they're such woke, stupid. Like even if they're not woke, they're stupid now. They're dumb. It's like that thing I was talking about. It's all gotten dumber. Um, 
if you'd have gone back to like 1982 and say, hey, can you imagine when you're 52 years old, you're not going to want to to see the new Star Wars? I'd have been like, no way. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm always going to, I love Star Wars. You know, no, no. I, I, I have better things to do in my life because it sucks. And the same thing with virtual reality. I mean, I, I really like when I wrote Soda Pop Soldier, I wrote Control Alt Revolt. I really tried to imagine, um, and I wrote that concurrently to Ready Player One, as in like, I wrote my thing and he was writing his thing, and they came out at the same time. Yeah. Um, but it's, I thought that that would be cool, and and I and I see the potential, and and I think I I still think it could be cool, but the problem is it is kind of a one ring. It is a kind of it, it, there's a real danger to it. And it's not going to be a virtual reality where you can have whatever you want. It's a virtual reality where you can have what they want. And you're going to be convinced that that's what you want. Hey, some people are going to want to live in 1936 Nazi Germany. I hate to tell you that, but that's their... Like, if you ask them, like, oh, that's what I want. I want to be a stormtrooper. I want to be in a beer hall. Like, that's what freedom is. It's really ugly and stupid and messy. But it's vital... That everybody gets, you know, some people are going to like, okay, maybe 90% of you didn't get that one. But I know a lot of dudes who want to be a Viking. And you know what Vikings did? Rape and pillage. Rape and pillage. And in their virtual reality, they're going to want to do that stuff. You know, again, that's stupid. That's dumb. It's not good for you. But everybody should be allowed to do what they want as long as it doesn't hurt, murder, kill somebody. Um, because you have to let people work out their their kind of their theology. You can't legislate righteousness. The dumb ideas have to have the same place in in the marketplace of ideas so that they can be held up as stupid. But you're not going to have that. What you're going to have is Mark Zuckerberg's fantasy of ten forward and the hollow deck in in Deep Space Nine. That wasn't even in Deep Space Nine. But it's going to be stupid like that, and it's not. And and slowly you're going to be Overton windowed more and more to their line of thinking. Maybe not you, but a lot of people. And we're going to lose a lot of the things. And the things that they want you to lose are the things that we've been talking about in this entire podcast, which is they want you to cease being the competition. And so you're going to get stupider. You're going to get more malfed. Look at the third world. Global corporations and these tech companies and a lot of them, they have been over the third world for a long time. And when you actually look at the third world, you see the human living equivalent of zombies. You see people who have underdeveloped brains because of malnourishment. You see people who have brains developed for cunningness and survival regardless of morals. You see people who are willing to do it, who are willing to walk from South America to the United States on the thin hope that they can rush the border. They are like zombies. Not, not, there's no slander, no slight on them, no racist, no malintentions. But that's what they want you to become. They don't want you to think, and they want you to be desperate, and so that you will do anything to continually reward them with power. And that's, I think, what the metaverse that Mark Zuckerberg is developing is all about, is that continual shift away from you having any kind of identity, anything, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, 
ambition, intelligence, anything that would be a threat to Mark Zuckerberg's game of civilization. He does not want you to play Dig Dug. He does not want you to play Space Ace. He does not want you to play Diablo. Any game that you would, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog. Barbie. <laughs> he wants to play Civilization. And so you're going to play Civilization. And that's the podcast. <laughs>